What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Dobre došli v episode 177 yo sem. Welcome to episode 188. and today we'll hopefully try to uh, you know ask some questions and try to answer some other questions about why the markets were this negative seemingly out of the blue especially because the global markets were not this negative so uh, let's let's try to answer that question and i'm saying try because quite frankly i don't think that anyone will have a very decisive answer so i'll attempt to share my views on it in this episode and i'll also share how my trading day went so uh, let's get started all right so we're starting off with a snapshot as usual we're looking at nifty at 8823 down 313 points it's pretty massive especially when you consider just how many support levels nifty had broken and that the high of the day uh, was around 9158 also the open for the day but the fact that it was you know quite high in terms of where it its important levels were it sort of breached pretty much all of those and it's uh, just resting for now at this level uh looking at the buyers and the sellers on nse's website we can see that it was a very clear selling pressure that we are seeing 2512 crore net selling for the fi's 152 net selling for the di's so it's quite a quite a number really if you ask me yesterday in yesterday's episode or rather on friday's coverage i had mentioned that uh, looks like the fi's have been selling pretty consistently for quite some time now so there's a chance that we might see these fi's just continue the sell off and if that happens then we might continue seeing some negative moves however i did not expect uh, the moves to be this negative so it's it's you know if if you did not look at the intraday moves today then trust me or in for a treat whenever you look at the charts now i'm talking about the broad market indices now and we can see pretty much all the indices regardless of whether it was a small cap a large cap or a mid cap all of them are down by quite a lot and by quite a lot i mean upwards of minus 3% uh which is quite a lot and i think the highest fall that we are seeing is in nifty mid cap 50 around 5.19% so quite an amount quite a number and uh, you really hate to see it so that's what we're seeing uh, india vix is up by 7.58% it's at 40.9 which is also uh, somewhat of an interesting thing i believe uh, last week or so i must have mentioned because that is when i had spoken to one of my contacts in the industry because he'd said that there's a chance that we might see vix going up soon and that's when i had mentioned that there's a chance that according to him that vix might reach those higher levels soon and i really wonder if this is the start to that i'm not saying that it is but i'm you know beginning to wonder if that's something that uh, is a possibility at this point because according to a lot of research done on the 2008 uh um, market movements it said that the market typically retraces 50% so from its low it it goes 50% up halfway to the previous high and from there it goes down again so whether that is what we are seeing right now or whether it's just some other reason some sentimental issue that's there or something 
it's a bit early to say for now but then we'll get to it in a bit in uh, in the analysis segment i'll just try to keep this short and simple uh, which i always fail at doing uh, but for now i'm looking at some volumes uh, and some price spurts and all of those things and i can't really find anything interesting we can see some price spurts in hathway uh, gk wire and such but nothing really too fancy uh, in case you are wondering today the results for bajaj finance and tata power were there 19th may uh, tomorrow not today and day after tomorrow so on 20th may we've got the results of ajanta pharma uh, which are bajaj auto and tata steel bsl so these have their results so tomorrow we might see some uh, weird moves with happening with these stocks or just some you know either just range bound movements till the results are announced or anticipatory uh, moves based on the sentiment or expected results so make sure that you are keeping your uh, eyes peeled out for that and make sure that this is there on your radar you don't want to get caught off guard uh, switching to the 52 week highs this episode or any other episode for that matter will not be completed if i uh, you know don't talk about ruchi soya which is at 706.95 now so it's again quite a high and quite a journey apparently i forgot to talk about it that day but uh, aside from uh, you know having neutrella as one of their product portfolios they are also they were also acquired by patanjali which is a pretty interesting thing to see if you were wondering that was my phone's notification not yours and uh, 52 week lows looking at those we can see some reasonably well known names but for the most part looks like it's quite restrained we are not seeing stocks like uh, godrej industries and such which were here not too long ago inox leisure is here unexpectedly down 27% and uh, i had spoken about this almost at length i'd like to say in yesterday's episode so uh, if you if you don't want to listen to it basically i'm not a fan of what inox had to say about the movies being released on the ott platforms so i'm assuming that is why it's down by this much looking at some bulk deals block deals we can see that i idol housing finance is on this list pvr is on this list and so is rbl bank so quite a few decently known names we are seeing some new block deals finally after 31st march which is the last one we're seeing them in au small finance bank and looks like agarwal chiranjee lal has sold his stake and that has been picked up partially by the government of singapore uh, to the tune of 1969686 shares and the rest of that has been picked up by the monetary authority of singapore to the tune of 530314 at a price of 414.6 you can do the math i'm not here to speculate wh- why this is or whether it's good or bad purely because i don't know enough about it so you can search for reports and articles on this if you please i'm switching gears to usd inr right now and uh, it's at 76.00 dot and uh, it's pretty interesting price for it to be uh, this, this also means that those uh, who are you know invoicing their foreign clients specifically if your billing is in usd inr it's going to be a good good ride for you hopefully because we're seeing higher highs and higher lows since 13th of may so since 5 days we're seeing higher highs higher low might be a good time to consider you know getting your invoices out 
and uh, speaking about where it's at on the charts we can see that it is almost at resistance but you know there's there are a lot of places uh, in between where it can just zoom past so it's a bit of a um, middle sort of thing looking at crude prices now we're looking at WTI at 32.86 per barrel up 11.65% and Brent is at 34.93 per barrel up 7.48%. Looks like the gap between WTI and Brent is narrowing even further. It's pretty cool to see that happening uh, right in front of our eyes. And uh, I'm trying to look at a few news pieces. I know that uh, Vijay Rupani has his address today at 7.30 p.m. Uddhav Thakre has his address at 8 p.m. So let's see if something new and something good has been is is being announced. It's 7:31 p.m. right now. In case you're wondering when I'm recording this, got a bit late because of some other errands that I had to run. Uh, but that's that. And I can't quite find any other interesting pieces of news. We're seeing Goldman Sachs uh, reducing their GDP forecast by quite a lot. We are seeing the Federal Reserve say, saying that economic recovery may stretch through the end of 2021. And overall, quite a lot of negative news is uh, being, being you know, uh, just floated online. Whether that's the case or not, it's a bit, it's a bit weird to say if that really is the case. So I'll, I'll just hold on it for now. And uh, yeah, let's, let's move to the indices. All right, starting off with. Global indices this time, oddly enough, because I feel that global indices were so out of sync with what happened today. It's probably best to talk about them first and then speak about the Indian indices. So during the day before the day, uh, we were seeing SGX Nifty minor negative. But uh, once FTSE opened, which is actually, you know, the Indian indices are also stalled around FTSE opening timing. I think around 1225 is when the movements start getting very slow. Uh, and 12.31 is when FTSE opened. It opened at, I think, a gap up of uh, plus one point some percent. I think it must have been around 2%. 113 points, if I remember correctly. So it is a positive open for FTSE. At that time, Indian indices were down by quite a lot. I think 250 points, around 250 points for Nifty. And around 6 point some percent for Bank Nifty. It did recover a bit from there, but really not enough to be in tune and in line with the global indices. So right now, we are seeing SGX Nifty at 8955 plus 169.5 points or 1.93%. We are seeing NASDAQ at 1.84% uh, in the positive. We're seeing DAX at 4.22% in the positive. And CAC and FTSE are similar at 335 and 3.85% uh, in the green. Rest of uh, rest of the Asian markets, apart from Taiwan, all of them, all of the rest are in the green. So that's a good sign, I feel. But that's also possibly because globally speaking, the economies are starting to open up. Whereas here in India, we're still under lockdown for at least uh, 13 more days. So whether this positive move is going to translate into uh, the Indian markets or not, is something that I'm not quite sure if we can answer. I do feel that right now, given the levels where Nifty is at, we may just see uh, some positive moves initially at least because SGX Nifty is positive. So that must mean that, you know, our Nifty also has to open in the green or similar on similar lines, along similar lines. So that's going to be my take 
as far as the globals are concerned looking at nifty's uh, intraday and daily charts i'm looking at 15 minute here and uh, the daily charts we can see very clearly the very first two candles on the 15 minute chart really made the bulk of the day in fact the first candle uh, which was around 70 or so points was uh, greater than the rest of the day's range pretty much which is quite a big uh, thing i feel and once those two candles were done uh, we saw it gradually going down further until it uh, i'm trying to find where it's at <laughs> until it hit one of the support levels and i think this was the low of 16th april and from there it did manage to uh, recover partially but then really not a lot and after that at least after uh, 2 pm 2:30 pm or so it made a new low so things were not looking too positive for nifty at all uh, on the daily chart we can see that it's pretty much broken all of the barriers that were there pretty much you know filled in some of the gaps as well and it does have until 8750 to really find a good support 8700 is where its 50% retracement is at so let's see if it holds true to that and uh, it's very interesting because day before yesterday on thursday we were seeing mild uh, selling pressure on uh, friday we were seeing pretty heavy buying pressure and today we're seeing intense selling pressure and even on the intraday charts if you look at the 15 minute chart it's very evident you'll see a lot of buying pressure candles immediately after the selling pressure candles you'll see a lot of spinning tops and then you know just not those spinning tops not being really respected so it's it's a very odd day if you ask me personally and uh, that's that's possibly you know the only things that are for sure about today's market because apart from that i really don't know why the 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 extent of the move was this negative so that's that's something now uh, looking at nifty bank we can see that it is very similar in terms of how uh, it's really placed except the second half of the day did not create a new low it was right where the old low was so apart from that the movements are very very similar for uh, nifty and bank nifty this time and i'm trying to create a retracement to see if it helps but it does not and uh, the next support level real good support level for nifty sorry for bank nifty if, if this level is rejected then we're looking at 17227 or so and this is the low of 3rd april if you're wondering not the low but the op- uh, the the close of 3rd april if you're wondering so around this level i'm assuming that some good support might be offered if that is breached as well we're looking at 16800 850 or so uh but if you ask me personally i feel that there is a good chance we might see some positive moves happening because this this much negativity is really not what was expected despite the fact that the fiscal stimulus package was really not as per expectations down 6.69% for bank nifty at those 17.5k levels despite the index uh, despite you know bank nifty opening at around 19000 or so just under 19000 is really something which is unexpected and really not normal so if you ask me personally sooner or later i hope that the indices do fall in line whether this uh, whether this sort of fall is sustained or not too early to say i am not particularly bullish on the markets but i just feel that this much of negativity is uh, is a bit too much if you ask me especially considering that the globals were all right so those were the indices 
and let's move to my trades okay so today was possibly the worst trading day that i've had in probably forever if you if you just count intraday positions and it's quite it's not really that good uh, to be to feel that but then uh, i'll just talk about my positions first and then about how i feel so i was long bank nifty uh, around the first candle trade basis being that it was taking support at its s2 level around 18400 the global markets were not that negative so i thought that around s2 i can buy stop loss being s3 or so and uh, i went long bank nifty based on that so after that pretty much immediately in the next candle bank nifty fell down by quite a lot and after falling down it was taking support at s3 so i thought might as well add to the position because it can help me recover the losses made on my very first call so i added to my bank nifty position and then we saw that <laughs> bank nifty just went down very sharply so after that i was looking at a pretty hefty mtm loss and this was right around when the market was just about to take support and i think it was at uh, 17900 levels so clearly 17k retest was appearing to be the case and as a result i thought that 18k levels might be uh, maintained if that's the case i wanted to make sure that i'm in as many positions as i can so i can repair the trade so as a result i went long on an hdfc call trade basis being that not just the markets appear to be at support in general but also the fact that hdfc was also at a good support level and it was taking support my call was in the green partially uh, i think around 10 15 minutes after i bought it and then after that we saw every single uh, you know <laughs> index and every single stock on bank nifty going down as a result i'm i'm assuming hdfc also sort of felt the sell off somehow and all, it also went down so in the in the hdfc call i was looking at a loss equal equivalent to or comparable to the previous two lots of bank nifty calls that i had and uh, overall really not a good day for me and i i pretty much saw most of my cap being like <laughs> zapped away out of my in front of my eyes and the, the real reason for that is we can talk about stop losses all day and i i agree that you know it's definitely my fault here somewhere which i'm uh, which i'll talk about in a bit but we can talk about stop losses all day but the real kicker here is that you know when when we're looking at prices falling on the sharply we really can't act fast in time because we might think that the prices are going down but it's very likely that after going down they can shoot up just as fast and when you re-enter into that position hoping that you can repair your trade it might just you know the, the move might have just gone and so on so all of those reasons are really why i keep my stop losses liberal at times uh, but then clearly at this time today this particular day looks like it was not the right approach any other day it would have worked 100% and the reason why i'm saying it with this much of confidence is because this is how i've been trading the last 2 3 weeks at least and the last 2 3 weeks have been very good for me so i feel that today my the way i traded was just not in line with how the market's sentiment was and how the market moved today i'm not saying that you know uh, the market the market was wrong here i'm just saying that today's day was not in line with my trade setups and systems so as a result i lost out on quite a lot so the number one thing that i'm really looking at is what really changed inherently in the market or in the minds of the market 
participants that the market really acted a lot like the early COVID days where we saw minus 5%, minus 8% being a very regular occurrence. So I'm very interested to see what exactly caused this change to happen. And it's something that is in my to explore list. Another thing is that I'm just considering looking at, you know, how the option prices are really moving in in relation to volatility and such so those are a handful of things i'd personally be looking out at and as far as the lessons are concerned it's a bit hard to say uh, <laughs> what, what kind of lesson I'd, i've learned from this because apart from the fact that i'm after facing quite possibly the biggest loss in recent times um and when i say recent times i'm talking about a month or two possibly three months or so I'm still fairly calm. I'm still fairly normal because this is a very normal part of trading and it's really not, uh, you know, as bad as it sounds because for all you know, the, the coming few days might just be so good that I might end up closing the week in a very strong positive uh, PNL. So I'm not really concerned about the losses. If you ask me, I'm just concerned about, you know, what exactly is it that I missed uh, understanding, analyzing and interpreting that caused this to happen because I don't want to repeat such mistakes, of course, and I don't want anyone else to repeat such mistakes if your day was negative today. So that's what I'm most curious about. And that's what I'll be exploring tonight or in the coming few days. So let's see how it goes. I hope your Monday was uh, good. I hope your Monday was profitable. And uh, yeah, that's that's it for this episode. I hope you I hope you got something out of this. I hope you found this helpful and informative. That's it for this one. See you in the next.